Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 13. So we're on uh, number 13. Yes, this yeah. time it's actually episode 13. <laughs> and it's been a month already? Yeah, been a whole month. A whole month. What's even more funny is this is going to release like two weeks after. <laughs> time. Time travel. Yes. Time. What is time? It's been a whole month about 15 days ago. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, this week we're doing Moon Knight. Yep. By, uh, did I just say week? This month. This, this episode. This... <laughs> just say episode and you're yes. right every time. Yes. This time, uh, we're doing Moon Knight by Jeff Lemire. It uh, came out and started in 2016, obviously Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's 14 issues. Yeah. Three volumes, collections, one through 14. Right. And I'm going to jump straight to the end. Okay. Because it was, albeit a heartfelt and good ending, it was an unsatisfying ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he, no one, like, if you haven't read it, you're not going to get it, and I don't care. He basically came to terms with his supposed mental illness right. and decided to live that way. Also, he killed a god, or his own god. Right. And, but it was just a poof. Like, it, it was very anticlimactic, I will say. Well, the way I read it was, it was another take on the origin story. This is a new origin for for Moon Knight. Oh, so okay. Yeah, it's a it's an origin for this version of Moon Knight. Gotcha. Yeah. With that in mind, like I felt like it wrapped up nicely for uh, what it was trying to do, it, which mean, leads to a new era of Moon Knight, which I haven't read. Me either. Yeah. I I mean it it just wasn't super satisfying to me. Yeah. It was not a bad ending. Right. Like it really wasn't, and there was. Some stuff you could read into it on a couple different levels. Right. But it just felt... It's like, oh, well, that, we're done now? Mm-hmm. Fuck! Well, but you, to your point, we're not. You just got to keep reading other right, shit. Right. You know? Yeah, like, my impression of it is like, okay, we just finished with, like, the super two-hour-long season premiere. Fair. Yeah. yeah. I can see that 100%. Yeah. yeah. Overall, like, this was a very fun book. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's crazy. <laughs> For a lot of it, it's like, what's happening? What's they, going on? He did so good at making you question what was real. Yeah. Oh, he he Throughout did an the whole amazing thing. job. Yeah. And the art uh, for uh, for uh, all the, of it is, I thought it was wonderful. Yes, throughout. Yeah. And is very distinctive art also for the other void or whatever it was too. More mm-hmm. colorful, I'll say. Right, and um, it cuts through a couple different styles. Um, yeah, um, so it cuts through uh, several different styles, like um, the Jake Lockley one where he's a cabbie. Um, it's kind of uh, very... Pulpy, almost. Yeah, very pulpy. Uh, very colorful. Yeah. Um, Neon, I would even yeah. say. Yeah. Fucking rule. The space uh, sections is so much fun. I don't know what it reminds me of, but it reminds me of something, that art style. It doesn't remind me of anything. Yeah. I just love that they're space wolves. Oh, yeah. Like, humanoid space wolves. Yeah. In space, flying spaceships. 
yep. made me really fucking happy. And the, <laughs> the cy- cyborg a werewolf. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Lupin? Lupins. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. It was... It's wild. Yes. It's fucking wild. <laughs> and on the subject of art, his, his costume that he wears, the suit... That looks so cool. It, it does. And on his costume, because he switches, as you know, yeah. between the different multiple personalities. I don't know what that's called. It's not multiple personality disorder oh, anymore. It's a dissociative identity disorder. So it's multiple personalities. You're right. <laughs> and he has different outfits for each. But what I liked was when he left the crazy bin in the beginning, mm-hmm. he was what looked like me, and it probably wasn't. But wearing basically like oh, whitey tidies yeah. on his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not wrapped up all over his face. <laughs> and somehow still had a moon on it. Yeah, because he's fucking Moon Knight. Yep. <laughs> I liked how, um, I can't pronounce it, Konsu. Con- I, I should say Konshu. Konshu, the yeah. god guy, yeah. the birdie god yeah. thingy. I liked that his font in his little text bubbles were different mm-hmm. than the rest, but also sort of made me think of hieroglyphics. They yeah. weren't hieroglyphics, right. but it was like, oh, that kind of looks like it could be influenced by. Right. It's <clears> got <throat> a kind of ancient dated look to yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And something I noticed, Khonshu wears a white suit, just like uh, Mark Spector. Well, Mark Spector wears it because of Khonshu. And I was like, I, I, I've spent some time thinking about, like, that aspect of it, like, them sharing the same outfit. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Well, he's the avatar for this god, in a sense, so... Right. But I, I'm thinking of as, um, what if Khonshu, this version of Khonshu, isn't really, isn't a god or anything. It's, it's more of his uh, mental uh, representation of... This, this personality that's so divorced from everything else, where it's like the the mental uh, representation of his obsession to to get vengeance and justice. Huh? Yeah, that's that's why I'm I'm reading it. Yeah, I mean I mean it's feasible. Yeah, you know, to where like this version of conscious keeps telling him he needs to sacrifice everything, 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 and get rid of all these people and only start him and who and essentially give up himself for to this idea. Yeah. Yep. So is it all inspectors? I think it is. Head? And at the end, it's him saying, no, I'm not going to let this obsession take over me. But then he questions it. He's like, well, is this real? Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. But I could see that being the case. Yeah. Especially with how it just poofed, how Conchie uh, just poofed. Right. You know, he's like, nah, mental snap. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really fun. There was a moment where he was going to fight Konsu, and I guess there were cronies on dragonflies, mm-hmm. and then he got on a dragonfly. He says, oh, so we're bug jousting, or insect yeah. jousting. Yeah. Okay. I had to chuckle with that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bug jousting. There's a lot of fun moments in it. The psychiatrist, I guess? Emmett. Emmett? Yeah. As a... Uh, as an alligator, a moot. Yes. I thought that was really neat. I would just like cuts back and forth between like that. So it makes you uh, wonder like which which one are we exactly real? Right. Because he's there's one point where he's fighting in the subway. Yeah. 
was like, oh shit, is he actually in a subway fighting these fucking creatures? Yeah. Or is he in a subway fighting the the nurses and the psychiatrist? Right. Or is he actually in the hospital mm-hmm. fighting the nurses and the psychiatrist? Like, right. Who knows? It keeps you guessing and never really gives you an answer. And I loved it. Yeah. It wasn't so mysterious throughout the story as far as the story goes Mm -hmm. that it left you hanging. But these little questions added to the story. Right. Which I thought was fucking cool. And And it doesn't make it confusing. Nope. I never felt confused about it. It's just like, it's a fucking ride that fucking... Let me take you on. Yep. It's just a fucking roll. Well, another instance of that was there was a scene and Moon Knight is wearing a Moon Knight costume, but it's off. Mm-hmm. It's like almost too white. It doesn't look right. Right. And then a couple panels or pages later, it zooms out. It's it's one of Moon Knight's alter egos film set. Right. So he's on. This is a different character. Right. Filming a Moon Knight actor. Right. I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) I was going to comment about how you fucked up art just like the last episode on a character. But no, it was an actor and they were shooting a movie. And the the paneling work, like some of the panels. There were a lot of triangles. Yeah, it looks so cool. Yeah. Especially like, I remember one where, uh, I think it was one of the um, shock therapy sessions. Yep. Where, like, he's kind of stays and the, the panels are really small. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until the last panel where he's actually getting shot is like, bam! Right. right. I, thought, I thought that was really good uh, use of uh, paneling and all that shit. Well, they did the reverse of that, too, where it was larger and got smaller and smaller and mm-hmm. smaller. I forget what instance. I just remember the panel layout. Right. And it was kind of him dozing out or something. I don't remember the context. Right. But it was reverse of what he said. Right. That was cool. I didn't understand fully why Gina's diner existed. Like, because there was characters in the loony bin mm-hmm. that he escaped with, and then Gina was one of these characters. Why? What was the purpose of her diner? Is that like a... I wanted to mm. think it was kind of like a purgatory situation. Yeah. But it didn't make sense to have purgatory in the story. No. It seemed like there was supposed to be an emphasis on this diner. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I mean, it could just be, like, a little safe space that he's carved out in his mind. Could be, yeah. Because, you know, he ate pancakes and got coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Twice. Yeah. Seems pretty safe to me. (laughs) Yeah. Anywhere you get pancakes and coffee and aren't fighting. Hell yeah. It's safe. I just say, like, aside from... Uh, this three-issue series, I actually haven't read too much um, Moon Knight aside from this. Most of my Moon Knight exposure is him being in other people's books. Yeah. And it's usually he's a vigilante-type character. Right. So getting this was a nice surprise because it was it broke what I thought I knew of Moon Knight. Right. And he makes perfect sense, too, with the character. Like, right. Oh, he's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's great. <laughs> And I read, uh, as I mentioned to you, was a Warren Ellis bit. Mm-hmm. And he was essentially, he was insane, but yep. he was still a vigilante right. in that series. Don't read that series. <laughs> or if you do, just read the first collection and then stop. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, the art fucking just takes a shitter for the second collection. 
And like so much so that I put it down for years. Yeah. And then recently redid it. But we're not talking about that Moon Knight no, run. No. We're talking about the vastly superior Jeff Lemire Moon Knight <laughs> run. And everyone should read it. I don't care who you are. It's it's fucking great. Like if you hate superhero shit, you're gonna love this still. Like it's Yeah. And I think that's one of the strengths with Jeff Lemire is like he could take superhero stuff and and doesn't matter who you are, you will Read it and love it. Yep. Yep. Like, I don't know. There's just, like, he, he's able to infuse, like, this this awesome, like, human element into, like, these weird settings. And this was definitely weird. Yeah. Who, uh, uh, fuck. I'm having a brain fart. Doggy Fairy Man. Uh, Dog Eating Fairy Man? No, he's the Doggy Fairy Man. Egyptian fella. Oh, Anubis? Yes, Anubis. Yeah, I don't know why. What's his lady's name? Uh, Amput? Okay. Uh, why was she imprisoned in... I don't think they ever really explained that. It was just like, go get my lady, Yeah. and I'll let your dog go, your guy, your friend go. Right. Okay. Yeah, that, that whole um, outer space Egypt uh, little arc... I don't think that any of that was ever really explained. Didn't need like, to be. No. I was, it was just brought up a question. Right. You know? I mean, you could just chalk it up to, like, say, dream logic. Mm-hmm. Well, it is so called that, the other void, or yeah. outer void. Yeah. Something void. Yeah. Now, one thing... Okay, so Moon Knight is, you know, a lot of comparison between Moon Knight, Batman. Moon Knight is Marvel's Batman, and all that shit. Mm. Rich, crazy people, vigilante. Yeah. No actual superpowers. Right. I, I like that uh, one line where... Um, he said uh, he wants people to see him coming, and that's why he wears yes, white. Yes, I thought that was so cool. <laughs> yeah, I want them to see yeah. him coming. <laughs> it's like, that's how fucking crazy I am. I don't hide in shadows. Yep. <laughs> Shit fucking old. It was great. And I don't, like, I don't know if I could go back and read, like, 80s Moon Knight. Without being completely jaded. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff. Even in this collection, there was an issue. Yep. I didn't read it because I was like, I don't. Yeah. I'm on a mission. Like, I'm going to read this. I kind of scanned it. Um, One of the issues I have with kind of older comics is I find that they, they don't use the comic medium as efficiently as Modern. Modern books. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of unnecessary words and exposition. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's been the case with a lot of the Silver Surfer books I have yeah. from the 80s. It's like, oh, this takes a lot to get through one yeah. issue. Right. And I didn't need to know 30% of it. Right. You know? So. It, it becomes like a slog. Yep. Like, I can understand a lot of, like, like with a book book, using a lot of space to, like, carefully describe right. what's going on. But here you have pictures. You have pretty pictures. Yeah. That's why I like them, for pretty pictures. <laughs> the words and story just add to the pretty pictures. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's like you don't need to describe what's going on in the panel. Well, Show it. see it. Let me see it. Yeah. yeah. That's like in movies, too. There's some, like, they tell you what they're doing. Bitch, I'm watching you do it. Right. Like, don't tell me. Yeah, exactly. I'm watching you. Yeah. But, but that's, that's a whole other discussion about other things. Other things. Not <laughs> Moon Knight. There's nothing to do with Moon Knight. Which, with this one, I love. Yep. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Read it. So the album we went is Shrine of Belial. 
a V instead of an F in of. Of course. And uh, Carving Away the Light is the EP. Came out in 2014. It's an independent release. And the band's out of South Africa. And they really love Demu Borgir. They do. <laughs> they do. You can't see my face. It's not good. I just think it's so great because of the topic of last episode. <laughs> so I, like, I don't like demon. Oh, we're gonna listen to some demon. <laughs> I I enjoyed it mostly. Yeah, like it's fine. It's fine for what it is. It's it, demon worship. Yeah, like generally, like that entire genre is just an ocean of okay. Yeah, for me. Yeah. It's like okay. Yeah, you did it. Good job. <laughs> The second track was very pretty, but it went on for like two minutes too long. Yeah. And there's no vocals. I don't know. Like, yeah. it, it was weird. Yeah. It sounded pretty. Like, it yeah. sounded like it had been a cool small segment of like a dissection song almost. Yeah. But then it kept going. Now, one of my biggest issues is the kick drum. Well, it, yeah. yeah. You know what it reminded me of? It's like somebody tapping on your forehead. <laughs> Just nonstop. Just tap, 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 tap. That fucking clicky trigger sound. Well, I'm convinced it's a drum machine. Oh. It's got to be. It's got to be. Because it's a single dude. Yeah. Did ever. It's one of those uh, one-man black metal projects. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance that maybe he did record real drums. Well, if he did, he did a really bad job, <laughs> like, doing the production work. Like, awful. Because it listening to it, like, However long it was, it twenty minutes ish. Yeah, it was just tap 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 on my forehead. Just it's like god damn it. How how many more? How many more songs of this are there? And then you ended with a demu cover. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, and it's like oh, and it's seven minutes. Yeah. I didn't think it was that horrible myself. Yeah. Like, I, there was moments to enjoy, and then yeah. like, and then I get bored with it. And right. I'm like, oh my God, come on, let's go. Now, I had to, so I did look at at least one of the track names. Yeah. Is the something Yelp of the Mephetic God? Well, <laughs> Mephetic uh, tra- uh, is defined as foul smelling. So, what it is. Is farts. <laughs> the yelp of a foul smelling god. Farts. Well, I mean, it could be just a burp. It doesn't have to be a fart. <laughs> but but because it's a yelp, it's kind of you know that the high squeal fart? Yes. It's that. <laughs> the one that you're like trying to not fart and yeah. then it comes out anyway. Yep. Yeah. I the did squeaker. one of those this weekend. <laughs> And I just got looked at like, oh. <laughs> sometimes it happens. I'm sorry. <laughs> what you should have done is uh, just played the, the track afterwards. It's like, it's an intro. It's an intro. So you just really don't like that type or that genre. Like, Mm-mm. you just, I've never seen you hate a music style that much. Oh, I don't know if I hate's don't, the word. It's but. not hate. It's just kind of just indifference yeah. to it. Like, none of it really grabbed me. Like, I can appreciate some of this stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, but overall, I would never choose to listen to this kind of gotcha. Yeah. I liked that it had, um, I don't know how else to describe it, other than wavy melodies. Yeah. Like, you have the guitar or keyboard or whatever, and it kind of does its thing, and it feels like it's a wave almost. The rhythm of it mm-hmm. feels wavy to me. Melodic waves. You mean like um, melodies that climb up and down? Basically, yeah. 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 Oh, okay, cool. Melodic yeah. waves. No. Yeah. So I enjoy that when there's more to it. Right. Kind of like like the Fester band does that, and it's not like this. Yeah. But they kind of have melodic wavy sounds. Yeah. So. Well, I say with this, I think if you if you enjoy like the the whole symphonic black metal thing. I think this is a good release for people who actually enjoy that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I don't know why you would... I don't know, like, why dig much further when you have the people that originated it. True, yeah. But, I mean... And they're not going to tap you on the forehead for 30 minutes. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, I mean, if I've done it before with, like, thrash metal yeah. years and years ago. I was like, man, I love this stuff. Mm-hmm. What other shit is there? Right. And then, over the years, it's like, oh, well, this is just derived from this so let me listen to that instead right exactly but if you feel like diving dive into shrine of belial mm-hmm. and listen to demu more gear hell yeah <laughs> <laughs>